Welcome to Math Theater's History Science Theater Podcast, where we use musical theater to inspire excitement about math and science. This is an eight-episode season inspired by the career of chemist and X-ray crystallographer Rosalind Franklin. If this is your first time joining us, start at episode one. Dear Francis Crick, It was wonderful seeing you at this year's crystallography symposium. That French wife of yours is quite the charmer. I hope you don't mind, she's already invited me to dinner at her flat next week. I certainly like her much better than your erstwhile companion Jim Watson. I would say it's a pity to hear Watson has returned to America, but perhaps it's for the best. I never was quite sure what you saw in him as a partner. But who can really know these things from the outside? Suffice to say, you and he struck me as an odd pairing. Speaking of pairing, thank you for asking my critique of your publication in Nature. I hear your doubts about the monoclinic nature of DNA, but don't you worry, it's the only space group possible. For myself, I like the simplicity of the new Watson Crick model. A double helix with bases paired is a very elegant theory. The only question that remains, of course, how will you prove it? I wish I could collaborate with you further, but now that I've left Kings, Randall has forbidden me to work any more on DNA. So, wish me luck in my new position at Birkbeck College. Once again, I'm diving into a subject I know almost nothing about, viruses. I never dreamed my scientific resume would expand to include viruses. Who knew one could pack so much science into one short life? I, for one, look forward to taking a break next week, debating art and science with you and Odile Shea Crick. See you then, Rosalind. Excuse me, uh, do you know where I can find Birkbeck? <coughs> oh, it's you. Oh, if it isn't that big shot, Franklin. Dark Lady of King's College. Yes, we've met. Aren't you that big shot Franklin who hoards all her data? I think that depends upon who you ask. Aren't you that big shot Franklin who chased Dr. Watson around a desk? I find that interpretation to be a bit of a stretch. Aren't you that big shot Franklin who can't be bothered to do nothing interesting with her hair? Where do you get any of this information? James Watson told me. You might be a bit more critical of your sources. Pardon me, ma'am. Your hair looks quite nice. <sighs> London. Do you know where Birkbeck College is? There's supposed to be a building here. Got bombed. In the war. Then where's the college? Those buildings over there. No. Really? No, really. No. Really? You think it looks like a dump? Wait till you smell it. No. And when you stop smelling it, that's when you know it's in your clothes. No. And you'll never get it out. No. Never. 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 Dr. Franklin, I presume. What? Oh, 
Dr. J.D. Banal. Welcome, welcome. It's a pleasure to meet another X-ray crystallographer. Says the scientist who pioneered X-ray crystallography in large molecules. To the scientist who not only discovered graphitite and carbon, but the two forms of DNA. Thank you for rescuing me from kings. You don't strike me as one who ever needs rescuing. Shall we head into your new office? After you. Wait. You're still walking toward those dumpy buildings. Don't tell me I've traded a palace for a slum. They might look a little destitute on the outside, but what Birkback lacks in class, it makes up for in charm. Follow me. Mind the body on the floor. <gasps> Is he dead? Probably drank too much last night. Paul Robeson gave a concert in our flat upstairs. The Paul Robeson? The African-American film star? And singer. Do you know another one? What happened to this wall? You like it? It's stunning. Picasso drew it. Picasso! Pablo Picasso! Do you know another one? This mural is a particular favorite of Dorothy. Oh, Dr. Hodgkin, I mean. Dr. Hodgkin? You mean Dorothy Crowfoot Hodgkin? I'll ask again. Do you know another one? I didn't know she worked here. She doesn't. Technically, she works at Oxford, but she does spend quite a bit of time here. Are you blushing, Dr. Banal? Oh, well, she's a bit more than just a groundbreaking scientist, you know. I'm starting to understand the charm of Birkbeck, and it's not the scenery. Frankly, I'm surprised we could lure you away from Kings. Your old team is really pushing through some exciting DNA work. Well, how do I put this? Have you ever had an experience where you are holding high standards and giving everything you have to your job, but someone just gets under your skin? You have a perfectly healthy methodology, but your process gets corrupted. Like a cell that gets infected? Yes. And once that one infectious person is turned against you, the negativity just replicates until all your energy and resources are depleted and eventually all you're doing is cranking out negativity yourself. Was Kings really that bad? <sighs> They're doing great work there. They aren't bad people. It was just dysfunctional, noxious, toxic. Virulent. That'll do. Well then, you're well prepared for your new project. Viruses. And here, Dr. Franklin, my dear, is your specimen, your new obsession. The tobacco mosaic virus. Okay, um, what am I looking at? Tobacco leaves, naturally. And what's, uh, viral about them? Well, you see the mottling of light and dark green patches. Yes, it's pretty. Pretty devastating. Feel the leaf. It's brittle. We'll get this in your crop, and farmers go from tobacco to tobacco no. Was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> yes. Good. <laughs> Just making sure. TMV is notable because it was the first virus ever to be identified. Prior to that, people thought all infectious diseases were caused by bacteria. But a virus is much, much smaller. It's a good thing you've been studying nucleic acids. How so? Well, a virus, to put it simply, is just a little package of nucleic acid and proteins. That's it. But the TMV package doesn't have DNA, but RNA. 
ribonucleic acid, and with your skills in X-ray crystallography, you may well finally map its structure. (laughs) I remember J.T. Randall saying a virus's structure would be too difficult to determine. I think you'll be able to find an angle. It's the original virus. Its structure provides us insight, information, and pure inspiration to scientists like you and me. It's the original virus, that old devil, TMV. Uh, Dr. Bernal? Please call me JD. Bernal, this all may take some time, but despite my recent work on DNA, my background is physical chemistry. I don't know much about plants or viruses. Then do some research. Of course, but what is your timeline for this project? Take all the time you need. Read up. There's no hurry, no race, no competition. I'd rather have a fully functional scientist than a half-cocked lab. And always, always feel free to ask questions. Well, tell me, what is a virus? An infectious agent. A virus is new. Oh, no, no, they're ancient. In 1892, this crop was off kilter. So scientists worked with some sap and a filter. Ah. They didn't find bacteria behind that outbreak. They described the first virus, tobacco mosaic. (gasps) It's the original virus. Its structure provides us insight, information, and pure inspiration to scientists like you and me. I'll be. It's the original virus that old devil TMV. I'll ask again. What is a virus? A non-bacterial pathogen. A virus is static. No, no, they'll replicate again and again. They're downright fanatic, invading a cell. Taking it over and just raising hell Give this one a vector that's a path of transmission And entire crops will find themselves in very, very poor condition And what about a virus outside of a host? Franklin, that's the state in which the virus interests us most Long molecules of nucleic acid and protein coats Also known as the capsid Working together to get their job done Research with you is gonna be fun It's the original virus Its structure provides us insight, information And pure inspiration To scientists like you and me It's the original virus That old devil TMV 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 Well, I'll let you get to it. Give a shout if you need anything. Seriously, you might have to shout. It can get a bit loud at times. What Birkbeck lacks in class... It it makes makes up in charm. Oof, I've gone from cow thymus to plant pulp. Well, why don't we run some x-rays and see how it goes? You might need this. An umbrella? So the roof doesn't leak on your experiment. This used to be a maid's quarters or kitchen or something. Gets a bit damp. And who are you now? Aaron Klug, physicist and x-ray crystallographer. (sighs) All right, I see. You're also here to work on tobacco mosaic virus, and Bernal didn't bother to mention you until now. 
Well, I'm certainly interested, but... Not again! Why isn't anyone up front with me? Klug, is it? Forgive my directness, but we have to clear the air. Am I in charge of this project or not? Of course you are. I just came to watch. To watch? Sure. I, I've heard you have golden hands when it comes to X-ray crystallography, and I wanted to see them in action. You're not going to share my data? No. Or talk ill of me behind my back? No. Push me out of my lab? Heavens no. All right, you can stay. But I wouldn't say no if you wanted me on your team. I started off as a medical student. I, I actually enjoy mincing up plants and making a mess. A physicist with a biology background. That's right. I'm not completely green when it comes to viruses. Most physicists can't bear to touch wet, messy things. But are you willing to approach wet, messy things with logic? Oh, yes. I'm very keen to work with the problems in solid-state physics. And even more keen to work with the best X-ray crystallographer alive. All right. You can stay. For now. Great. But flattery won't get you on my team, Klug. Fair enough. Now, if you wouldn't mind setting up that... Oh! What is it? Mm. I'll... I'll be all right. Just... Just give me a second. What's wrong with your side? Is it your appendix? Kidney? Asked like a man. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just, um... Help me set up, would you? Camera ready? Camera ready. X-ray ready? X-ray ready. Virus ready. You ready? Ready. And go. And stop. Wow. Wow, where'd you learn to take X-ray pictures like that? This is the best picture of TMV I've ever seen. (laughs) Experimentation? Imagination. Take a look at this plate. What's your take on these anomalous curved layer lines? Well, based on the scattering, I wonder if... Can I have my picture back? I'd like to run some measurements. Oh, yes, 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 of of course, of course. It's just, well... What do you make of this picture? Nature loves its patterns, its structures to compose. Microscopic matter speaks in poems and prose. Even in this virus with its pestilential urge, nature's favorite pattern might emerge. There's a graceful sachet to this RNA. What's the shape that it takes? It's a helix. The acid's on hand in just one single strand. Don't you gape at that shape? It's a helix. The protein units are rightly accounted for. They build a rod-like structure around a hollow core. So shall we herald the reprisal of another splendid spiral? After we get more data, of course. (laughs) My thought exactly. Still, you're right. It's a helix. (laughs) I can't seem to escape them. Dr. Klug? Yes, Dr. Franklin? You've got pretty good x-ray hands yourself. Why, thank you. And a pretty good head for mathematical analysis. As do you. How's your temperament? I'm known to get aggressively direct, but only when it comes to science. And you don't mind healthy debate? Not at all. 
How would you like to join my team? I'll even shake your hand on it. I hope this is the beginning of a long and beautiful. Now, Rosalind. Hmm. Mm. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll be. <gasps> At least sit down. No, 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 no. I'll just. I'm fine. I'll just walk it off. Ow!、Oh! Here, let me help you. Doctor Franklin, you don't look well. This has been History Science Theater podcast by Math Theater. Script by Ricky Coates and Sadie Bowman. Music and lyrics by Sadie Bowman. While this podcast is inspired by true events, some artistic license has been employed. To access discussion guides and historical notes for each episode, as well as bonus episodes where we sit down with real scientists, not actors, to talk about the science in this show, you can get those benefits by joining our Patreon at patreon.com/maththeater. Your support at any level means the world to us. This episode featured Charlie Borchert as the opinionated passerby, Jeffrey Scott Parsons as J.D. Bernal. K. Brian Neal as Aaron Klug and Sadie Bowman as Rosalind Franklin. K. Brian Neal is a performer and creator based in Seattle. The gateway to all that is K. Brian, including a link to his YouTube channel and a sample of his upcoming podcast series Rubius RDO, is at kbrianneal.com. That's K, as in K. Brian Neal, B. R. I. A. N. N. E. E. L. dot com. Jeffrey Scott Parsons, you can call him Jeff, also has a podcast. And hey, Jeff, what's it all about? Hey there, this is Jeffrey Scott Parsons, and I am very grateful you tuned into this episode of History Science Theater, where I made my debut as J.D. Bernal. Now, if you are a fan of musical theater like myself, then I know you will love my podcast, appropriately titled "A Musical Theater Podcast." Every episode is dedicated to one musical in theater history, and together with a very special guest, we discuss the cultural and emotional impact of its storytelling. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at a musical podcast, and listen to us on any of your favorite streaming platforms. I got to be Jeffrey's guest in the episode that covers Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella, and we discuss everything surrounding making the impossible possible. History Science Theater podcast has been a production of Math Theater. We use live theater to tell stories that inspire excitement about math and science. For information about our live shows and other interactive theatrical experiences, visit us at Math Theater. That's M A T H E A T R E dot com, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. History.